this is the new normal and it seems like the most vulnerable or hit hardest. Absolutely. And we're seeing that we're all not far from being vulnerable. We're seeing those individuals who were, who were street homeless who are kind of coming out and, and asking for some assistance. But we know that there's the everyday folks like us and they're willing and able to continue working. But many industries have been shut down and hit so hard from it. I want to give a lot of credit to the foundations, the county and others, particularly some foundations to have reached out. I can't say how helpful that is. It's been a great effort. We appreciate it. He was one of those civilized individuals who did not insist upon agreement with his political principles as a precondition for conversation or friendship. Are there a lot of homeless people that need uh, help now? Well, we've got about 12 households currently being sheltered in hotels and things in the county. And I keep thinking we're, we must have found everyone who was out there, but each day we had two more today. So we continue to get a couple every other day. And so um, we're able to house, we've been able to get some folks into apartments. That's moving, albeit very slowly, but that helped because we were able to get a couple out of hotels into their permanent stable housing. Um, but then it, it opened up opportunity and, and, and we saw more folks who needed shelter. What are you finding? Are they reluctant to come in? I think they may have previously been reluctant, but given the current circumstances, I think people are afraid. And so I think that's what's making individuals who otherwise may not have risen to the surface come out. We can't cross county lines right now to other shelters, particularly the city rescue mission has been so great to us. We had five individuals in the city rescue mission in Lawrence County prior to this health crisis. Those individuals remain, but they're essentially locked down out there. We can't get anybody in or out. Uh, the Women's Center is at capacity. They're, they're at a reduced capacity because they're, they're observing uh, social distancing, et cetera. But we're, we're working closely with them. We're working closely with a number of other entities out there. Really, the only option we have right now are, are hotels and motels in the community. Are they aware of what's going on? Because obviously, they don't have access to the TV and radio. Uh, are they aware of coronavirus and the crisis that's going on? Yes. I mean, mo most of them are. Um, many individuals have some sort of phone that they have with them. And so they are aware. And uh, and as well, we have there's people outreaching. There's Trails Ministries is out there doing outreach. The meal programs are out there, um, even though they're doing uh, pick up, grab and go type of meals. But they're still encountering uh, vulnerable individuals in that process. And so we're getting some that way as well. So people are getting the word. Marie Tampano is, is with us, and uh, she is the executive director of the Cornerstone Beaver County, finding homes for homeless people, or at least uh, hotel rooms for homeless people during this coronavirus crisis. It's got to be dangerous for you and the volunteers that are out there trying to get these people in. Yeah, so my staff, we, we have, um, what we're doing is we're staggering our team. So we're, we're, we're sort of dividing a little bit here. Some are working at home while some work in the office again to observe the CDC guidelines. No one can walk into the office. Right now, you're either calling or we're being called by other agencies. We're receiving information via our website. Our Facebook people are messaging us on Facebook. Our on-call team staff is getting information. So we are mailing things or dropping things off to the hotels to folks. 
food vouchers, paperwork that needs to be completed. Next week, we'll be online with paperwork, which will be a little easier for us. But we're masking and we're gloving up and we're trying to very minimize uh, to the the best of our ability any in-person contact that we can to protect our team and their families and to protect the individuals that we're serving. I mean, we don't want to be a part of the problem. You know, we're here to try to help the problem, but we want people to have somewhere to turn. And again, there are many other Salvation Army and Trails Ministries and and other folks that are out there, the soup kitchens are still doing their part. They're out there engaging, um, again, in a way that they can with regard to social distancing, et cetera, uh, trying to help those uh, who are really vulnerable out there. Mm-hmm. Hard to shelter in place if you've got no shelter. Right, exactly. Especially now with the weather uh, continually changing over the last week, uh, it's tough to be out there. In terms of uh, virus or illness, uh, how can you detect if any of the people that you're dealing with are ill? So one of the things that um, that HUD has come out with, there's some, there's some screening questions that we are implementing for any of the programs or any of us that are dealing face-to-face in any way with clients. There's a series of questions and things that we are asking. Again, we don't want to be a part of the problem. We want to be able to get people, if they are having symptoms, if they are positive, we want to be able to get them to where they need to be to be treated without jeopardizing or exposing anyone else. And we continue to work on how to house individuals who are in that situation. And we have been so fortunate to not come across that yet because that's a challenge. Again, we have um, what we call BC on call, which are units that we lease through the housing authority, the county of Beaver. And if we, for individuals who are symptomatic or positive, we are not putting them in any kind of environment like that. So we're wanting to connect with medical facilities and providers, taking some advice from there. HUD has been doing a lot of webinars. You know, we've been talking with the county on a regular basis, trying to, um, to plan for when that happens. We've been fortunate to this point not to have been exposed to anything like that yet. And uh, some of the people that you're dealing with, they're living under the bridge, they're living uh, in parks. How do you find them? How do you, what kind of network are you working with uh, that will call and say, hey, we've got these people here and they need some place to go? Absolutely. Abandoned buildings, cars. Uh, we had an encampment, a small encampment uh, two weeks ago that we, we um, were able to assist some folks in. So again, organizations like the Salvation Army, Trails, the Women's Center, Cornerstone Recovery and Supports, all part of the coalition, the churches in the area, the food programs in the community, the chiefs of police in the local police departments, the school districts. We have, um, Dana Sivatoni, who's our continuum of care coordinator, has done a great job of making sure that that information is being circulated. We had a we had a, a virtual coalition, homeless coalition meeting yesterday uh, where we just we talked about all of these things. So referrals are coming in from all of those sources. That's where the individuals that were coming across the mayor in a particular town was who brought to our attention, brought it to the attention of the police department and brought it to the attention of the cornerstone that they had an individual, uh, a small group living in a small encampment two weeks ago, that was. So all of those resources and supports in the community working together have been reaching out uh, to us. And we've been fortunate. We've, the county's been gracious to provide us with additional resources because we we were burning the resources up with regard to hotels and gift cards because folks are, you know, now we're putting them in a hotel. Rooms have been opened up because with Shell currently um, closed down, there's a lot of vacancies in the units. Um, and so we've been working with our local hotels, but then we have to make sure that folks have food and they have um, all the other necessities during this time as well. 
So resources have been tight. We've been getting some donations in. We appreciate that. The county has been gracious in supporting us as well. Beaver County Behavioral Health was gracious in reaching out. They know that we're working with individuals who are engaged in their system. So they've been trying to offer us some support. So we appreciate it. We've seen a lot of the good in the community uh, during this time. Marie, uh, for most of us, the homeless population is invisible. You see it every day. And it sounds like the network of support that you have, invisible to most of us as well, has really come together, coming to the aid of this population. That's true. And, and, and homelessness does, as, as I've been looking at um, reports from across the country and how they're dealing with homeless individuals during this health crisis, um, it is different in Beaver County. You see a lot of people doubled up, but this has caused some grief for folks. I mean, if, if they're doubled up and they're, they're crowded into apartments and that, you know, stress is really high for all of us right now. I, I have kids and they're not in school right now. And so I know how that can be. And so that's, that's caused some problem for some folks. So again, we want to make sure that we're there so that things don't get more complex than they already are. So we're, like I said, we're available Monday through Friday, nine to four. You can call us, you can come go to our website to access services. You can reach out. Our on-call staff is out there. But yes, the system, the coalition of, of providers in Beaver County has been really good to reach out and support one another. Some are doing the food side of it. We're doing the housing side and other types of support. You know, we have other providers, mental health providers and others. They've extended the Mental Health Association, extended their warm line each day for folks to call in because they had to close the Phoenix Center. So they knew that people would be would be experiencing some additional isolation and stress. So they've extended their warm line. If you go to the Beaver County HMIS website, if you go into the county's um, website, you'll see a lot of these resources up there. And again, if you look at the Cornerstone's Facebook page, www.cornerstonebeaver.org, our website, you'll see a lot of resources as well. And if you have questions, you know, call us. Don't hesitate to call. We'll point you in the right direction. What do you need? What can the public do for you now? Right now, to be honest with you, Mike, we need cash donations. We need exposure so that people know that we're here. We need you to reach out to us if you're coming across folks who need assistance. We want people to know that we're out here. Uh, I can't be more thankful and appreciative of my staff who are truly you know, putting themselves at risk because they believe in what they're doing. Um, and they've really stepped up to the plate. And I can't say how much I appreciate that. Appreciate the county. Um, and the other organizations for working together um, and helping us out during this time. But what the public can do is if you're seeing people who are in need, reach out to us. If you have it in your heart and you have the ability to make a donation, please do so. You can do that right on our site. We know that once these isolation and these these um, stay-at-home uh, requirements are lifted, uh, there's a moratorium currently on evictions, a 60-day moratorium on evictions and utility shutoffs. But we know when this is over with thousands and thousands of individuals who have been laid off, reduced hours, we know that there's going to be a great deal of need. There will be some additional resources coming into Beaver County. We are looking at particular waivers to make it easier to help people once we get sort of beyond a little bit of this. So even when the immediate crisis is over, it's going to lead us into a whole new level of crisis for those individuals, again, who were working and things were rolling along pretty well for them. And then this happened. We're getting calls from those individuals already, and we're asking them to be patient until the resources come into the county, until the waivers are applied, and we're able to uh, to access some resources to support them as well. But we anticipate that we will, we and other organizations in the county will be able to assist. This is the new normal, and it seems like the most vulnerable were hit hardest. Absolutely. And we're seeing that we're all not far from being vulnerable. You know what I mean? We're seeing those individuals who were, who were street homeless, who are kind of coming out and, and asking for some assistance. But we know, again, 
that there's the everyday folks like us that are going to work every day. And, and you know, we're fortunate in the sense that we are essential as the, the governor has deemed this an essential service. So my staff are able to continue working and they're willing and able to continue working. But many industries have been shut down and hit so hard from it. And we know that those individuals will need assistance and we're hopeful that we'll be able to offer that assistance through our, through our continuum of care. And for those who are out there who may not have access to computers or the information, maybe even a mailbox, is there support for them coming forward as well? I mean, as you as you mentioned, Mike, this is the new normal, so it's it's so fluid. I mean, every time we think we've got the systems all figured out, some new some new wrinkle shows up, and we're having to problem solve that. So for right now, again, you can call on the the chiefs of police. As I said, Chief DeLuca was great. He mobilized early on in the process with us to get that information out. The churches, the faith-based community has been wonderful. You know, we're trying everything we can. There are street pastors out there that are still engaging to the best of their ability. I saw Herb Bailey last night from Uncommon Ground did his open mic night virtually. So people are still trying in creative ways to reach out. But if anybody's encountering something or coming up with a, with a barrier that, that we need to be looking at, please don't hesitate to tell us. It may be something we haven't thought of yet. Okay. Marie Tampano, the cornerstone of Beaver County. Uh, once again, the best way to get information is to contact your office or through your website. Yep. 724-846-6400. We're here Monday through Friday, 9 to 4. You cannot walk in, but you can absolutely call us. If we don't answer the phone, please leave a message. We're, you know, we're on a skeleton crew each day, but we're retrieving those messages. And, uh, and you can come to us on our website. You can come to us via Facebook, private message. If you're out there and you need assistance, please let us know. If you're out there and you want to help, please contact us. And if you come up with something that you think we need to be thinking about that perhaps we're not addressing, please don't hesitate to let us know. We don't want to miss anything in this. Continue uh, with the great work that you and your staff are doing and uh, and be safe. And, and Mike, I don't want you to forget, we're also helping homeless pets still. We just placed uh, a couple of folks yesterday who had pets. And so we're still able, thanks to PetSmart Charities. A lot of the funders, I, I want to give a lot of credit to the foundations, the county and others who, um, particularly some foundations who have reached out and are loosening the restrictions on some of the dollars so that we can apply them in this emergency as, as, we, as we see fit. So I can't say how helpful that is, able to use those resources where they're most needed right now. So it, it's been a great effort. We appreciate it. It's something interesting that you just brought up because working with the Beaver County Humane Society and uh, trying to coordinate with your office, people don't realize there are a number of people who are on the street or remain on the street because they have an animal and they won't go anywhere without that animal. That's true. And, you know, that's what, that's why we applied for what we call um, Homeward Bound program through PetSmart Charities to help with veterinary bills, to help with housing of animals, to help with feeding of animals. And that's something that we anticipate working more on collaboratively with the Humane Society. You guys are doing a fantastic job out there keeping people aware, Mike. Uh, you've, got, you've got a great way of communicating with people. But our animals are out there. Um, they're important to us. They're helping us through this tough time. So we want to make sure that they're being cared for as well. Be safe, Marie. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for the time today. I really appreciate it. Stay well, my friend. Thank you. Bye-bye. You are listening to a production of the Social Voice Podcast Network.